Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello, I'm Ken Rundle and with me today is James Krask, who, after several years in Africa and India, now heads Yara's digital solutions team in Europe. They're exploring and incubating practical ideas on how digital technology can help farmers tackle their management problems. James, this is a subject that's very much at the forefront of today's farming agenda, but Yara have been looking at these possibilities for a long time now. The company was amongst the pioneers. Yeah, Ken, that's right. I mean, um, we all know, I think, many of the listeners, I'm sure, will uh, be aware of tools like Ntester, Ncensor, uh, Megalab, um, digital tools that Yara's developed over many, many years, um, 20, 30 years, um, that are still active in, active in the market. So we have a long history in Yara of, of bringing technology to support um, farmers in the UK um, and, and, and beyond. Um, and obviously now we're moving into a phase um, looking at services like App Farm, um, which is available now for pre-sales on app.farm. That's my sales pitch. Um, and building on that now from March onwards, where we will uh, launch a new version of App Farm that integrates, um, for example, the N-Tester Bluetooth and the variable rate application and biomass mapping, and then moving from there to build features and products for the future uh, based on that springboard. I suppose, yes, I suppose those of us who've followed this digital story over the years can all cite examples where geeky designers have been carried away with the potential of the technology and then offered customers all kind of overly complex products. But you start at the other end when you're designing, don't you? Uh, yeah, exactly, Ken. I mean, I think often technology over the years has been, um, you know, designed um, with great intention, with fantastic uh, tech involved, and then markets have almost looked for in terms of where would this work and where would this add value? We, we work a bit differently than that in that we start with the with the farm and with the farmer and we investigate pain points, we do research, uh, we look at opportunities that may not be clear even today with the changing environment we're in. And we come backwards from that, we build back from that and we try to bring technology that is absolutely focused on the farm and the farmer needs and then constant testing and continuous improvement. So that's what we're building now in terms of the um, the way that we work and the technology that we hope to bring um, to the UK farmers. And a lot of that's got to do with uh, with speaking to the farmers. You were telling me earlier in a previous conversation uh, of about an experience in India where you've just been, which taught you that a designer's vision of a product and its value doesn't always match the farmer's reasons for using it. Uh, again, it's all down to listening and asking questions. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I was three years um, working in, in India before I relocated recently to Berlin, uh, where I'm now based, uh, obviously, on the European adventure. Um, yeah, and I remember being in the field in northern India, in Haryana state, actually, talking to rice farmers who were using a, um, a solution where they checked the colour of the leaves to ultimately try and manage nitrogen better. And we spoke to these farmers, and, and one of the farmers said, uh, this is great because I can reduce my urea input. Um, and I said to him, okay, but so what? And as the conversation developed, it became clear that the urea cost reduction was not the driver of the, of the benefit because actually urea is virtually free in India. But when we dug in further, we found out that because of the crop management, they had less pest and disease pressure. So they actually saved a lot of money on reduction of agrochemical usage. And that's about spending time with the farmers and finding out the real problem rather than the hypothesis, um, which is often um, where the tech development stops. 
Yeah, this is the point. What what kind of things, therefore, are you looking at? What kind of product? Yeah, I mean, in a UK perspective, we're, we're obviously a, a crop nutrition uh, company, as we all know. Um, we're looking at basically optimizing nutritional, uh, sorry, nutrition management on farm. Um, that means nitrogen, but also the other nutrients. Again, we have a lot of history in micronutrients, as, as many I'm sure know from from the yard of E2 range and from the Megalab um, activity. So we're really looking at becoming the standard, if you like, in terms of how to manage nutrition on farm to optimize um, the profitability um, of any individual field. There was a time when farmers who were using these kind of tools were those that liked gadgets and new toys. Um, the rest, if you like, perhaps uh, more, more um, stick in the mud, preferred their boots and perhaps a spade and the back of an envelope. But we're in, into a new generation now, a new generation of men and women that have a different attitude to these kind of tools. Yeah, I'm a bit wary of how to answer that. But, you know, you speak for yourself, Ken, about the... Uh... The, the generation issue I even though I'm pretty old I still see myself as quite young stupidly um but no we, I mean we all know that the times have changed right I mean if you go back 15 years for example compared to now if my phone is on five percent battery I'm basically having a panic attack that my life's over so I, I think you know that's coming to you know life in general so I, I think it's not necessarily a generational change it's more that technology has become such a way of life and therefore a way of working when it comes to business. And our industry should, is no different. I think as we, as we build more and more, let's say, smart solutions that, that become um, part of the everyday operation of a farm, adding value, adding profitability, adding profitability, while being simple and amazing to use. That's the, that's the truth is that people want to use tools, services, apps, that are extremely uh, easy and straightforward to use. And that doesn't matter, I think, whether you're 16 or whether you're 60. And that was a reason, perhaps, why there was a slow uptake of some of the yield mapping, for example, which the machinery manufacturers were coming out with very early on. But it all ended, ended up producing so much data that it perhaps frightened off some farmers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, data is a wonderful thing, of course, but it, it's like uh, it, it's like any aspect of data. It's what you actually do with it and what is the clear value proposition of uh, of, of you know interpretation of that data and I think that's where there will be an exponential um, kind of acceleration of that over the next um, we say probably five years but it's probably going to be quicker based on how quickly the technology landscape moves these days. And you've stressed obviously things like farm efficiency and, and, and economics but it's also pretty clear that public pressure is forcing everyone from policymakers and governments to supermarkets that, that they want to address the environmental issues and that means again data. So whatever happens farmers are going to need to measure more and if they're measuring more they might, might as well also manage it better. Yeah exactly I think the, the, the aspect of the environmental let's say pressure or let's say the environmental um, uh, drive that there is now that we're all you know aware of and committed to I'm sure um, obviously the data from the farm is 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 absolutely key to that um, the, the important thing um, I think from our side is that sometimes environmental um, environmental issues and, and farm profitability are seen somehow as mutually exclusive when of course that's not the case um, a, a more efficient optimized um, farm operation, be that from inputs, um, farm management, et cetera, should actually be very, very, and is very complementary 
to, to management of the environmental footprint, be that greenhouse gas emissions, be that carbon footprint, whatever it may, the measure may be. So we see it very much as a, a kind of a, a, a complementary um, approach where we improve profitability and we can improve the management of the environmental footprint of any, any given field or farm. I don't want to put you in a position on it from Yara's point of view, but just speaking as someone who spends a lot of time in this area, do you think it's likely that somewhere down the line we're going to see the authorities coming to farmers and wanting to check the data to make sure that any claims they're making environmentally are backed up by the data? I guess that would would be the history, right? That the, the pressure from the, let's say, consumer end of the value chain um, back through the the, the, the supermarkets or whoever it may be tends to be pushed pushed onto the onto the farm. I think if we get the right um, data generation, the right um, um, you know use of that data and the right the ability to communicate that data through the value chain, then that would become a, an automated process in that we can we can hopefully offer technology in the future where the the, the farmers uh, that the, the yeah, the farming production activity goes on. We can record, we can measure, and importantly, then we can adjust live during the season of how to in, uh, improve uh, the end result of the environmental impact. And that can then be, um, you know, a clear um, data set that can be used toward the other end of the value chain to ensure that the farmers aren't just taking all of the pressure and having to deal with it in, a, in an isolated and a, and a, and a difficult manner. As I said earlier, there's a plethora of new ideas, systems and apps on the market just now. How do you see Yara's concepts fitting that market? I suppose what I'm asking asking you is, what's the team's vision for the future? Yeah, as you say, I mean, there's there's a there's a you know lots of technology out there now. Um, I would say evolving all the time, improving all the time. I think our vision as, as Yara and in the UK specifically is really to be the gold standard of nutrition management on farm. Um, including, as I said already, from a profitability and an environmental perspective. I think if we, achieve, if we can achieve that, then we have a real solid platform to work with, again, with farmers hand in hand to see what then more we can do in the future. But I guess our starting point from a vision perspective is to be the leader in terms of the nutritional management of any given farm in the UK. And what's the thinking about making the various apps interchangeable or work compatible? Or, or will it be something that's very closely just tied to the Yara product? Or will it be something that could be used across a, a range of different platforms? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the word platform is, um, is, the, is the key word, I guess. So we, we're, we would be looking to, or we are looking, I should say, uh, to building a, a service uh, let's say for farmers, yes, it will be there for obviously the, the Yara crop nutrition products, the fertilizer products, but also beyond that, you know, how can we improve the productivity, the profitability and the reduced um, environmental impact from, um, from any given farm? So that's really the target. And, you know, in, in a way, we're at, the, we're at the start of a journey, even though we've been in this technology area for some years, as I said in the first, uh, in the early part of the, of the discussion, but, but I think also it will also lead to other, you know, partnerships potentially, you know, working with different um, companies, working with different farmers around the world, even not only in the UK, to see how we can improve that in terms of the, the, the ease of use of technology for farmers. Um, that's, that's the key for me is the ease of use to build profitability and, and environmental uh, impact reduction. If we can achieve that, then I think the vision will be, um, will be quite um, realised. 
And for those with a keen interest in this, who's been stimulated by this little conversation, they should wait till March in the real launch. Is that right? Yeah, at farms out there already in the UK, uh, in in I would say a limited way. But yeah, March 15th, we will launch the new version of App Farm, which integrates um, other tools into the same um, interface. And actually in the UK, um, as well as France and Germany, actually the the service is now available for pre-sales, uh, as I mentioned earlier. So you can actually pre-order for uh, for March 15th now uh, at Dot Farm. James Krask, that's an exciting glimpse of the thinking and the work going on behind the scenes of a major player in global agriculture. Thank you. Before we go, a reminder to our listeners that the next podcast will focus again on grassland, but this time putting silage production in the spotlight. So join me, Ken Rundle, in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.